and welcome back to another episode of the Digital Discussions Unfiltered podcast. Stick my teeth back in there. As per usual, every week I share a incredible conversation with an even better guest and this week did not let me down. This week I'm sharing my conversation with the lovely Laura, who is also known as The Pocket VA. Who, who else? Who better? And... I'm going to be brutally honest, if you don't want to feel like you're being called out, then don't listen to this episode. We talk about a whole host of things, including how the Pocket VA started, where the idea came from. We talked about Laura and her travels, because I think that's around about the time that I started following her on the gram, how she's niched down, but then she also takes us through some of the mistakes that she's seeing businesses making on Instagram and honestly at one point I thought she was directly talking at me I felt seen so I've made some changes and I hope that after you listen to this episode you will take some stuff away from it that will help you make some changes of your own and use the gram in a better way for your business so as per usual I'm gonna shut the hell up If you do give this a listen, please, please, please do take a screenshot of where you're listening or take a picture if you're out on a walk and make sure you tag me and Laura in it as well. Every share is so, so, so appreciated. But without further ado, here is my conversation with the lovely Laura, the Pocket VA. Well, well, well. Welcome to the podcast, Laura. How are you? I'm great. This is very exciting. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks so much for a- agreeing to be a guest. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. You're literally like the queen of Instagram. <laughs> it feels really weird calling you Laura. Really? Like, I just, yeah, just because you're just, you're the, the pocket, pocket VA, aren't you? You're like the. <laughs> The one and only. I know. I know. Everyone goes, yeah, the pocket. You don't really say Laura. No. And I would never say Laura because it's me. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really odd. <laughs> cool. So, before we get into our conversation, I like to challenge all of my guests on the podcast to introduce themselves as a person because as small business owners, we have a habit of introducing ourselves as what Obviously. we do for work. Yeah. As the pocket. Yeah. Yes. As the pocket VA, you are actually Laura. <laughs> uh, in 30 seconds or less. And if you go over the 30 seconds, all that I ask is that you make a teeny tiny contribution to the charity Mind. Okay. Do you think you can do it in 30 seconds or less? Uh, I, I don't think I, I actually don't think I can, but I'm very happy with whatever outcome. So let's see. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay. I've got my stopwatch. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Okay, so I'm Laura, um, and I, oh God, this is a good start. Um, I, I, always growing up, I knew I wanted to have a business. I didn't know it would, I had no idea it would be what I'm doing now, but I've always wanted to, yeah, I didn't want to work for somebody for my life, so that was, um, that's kind of a new, that destination. Um, what else? I am a huge traveller, part of my business, um, a huge part of why I also set up the business was to be able to travel. Um, I'm a massive dog person. I'm also vegan and uh, I love working on the floor. That's me. Yep. 
Amazing. I mean, that was I mean, crap. Given that it was over. Oh. Given that you stumbled quite dramatically <laughs> at the beginning, you did it in 39 seconds. Did I? It was, I genuinely just didn't actually know how, where do you go from after your name? Like what, I just, it's just so weird, isn't it? I, just, I can't think of when I, oh, I should have probably said where I'm from. That's the normal progression. But there we go. <laughs> where are you from, Laura? I'm from Swansea in Wales. It, can you hear the accent? How are you? like, definitely hear the twang something like I would never have guessed I think actually thinking about it now I can yeah I think, I think when like, you know you hear it maybe yeah remembering your mm. stories and stuff I've always kind of thought maybe there is a twang there but I think <laughs> I'm so used to you seeing like seeing you on stories like moving about obviously we've just briefly discussed like staying in Airbnbs all the time yeah I don't think you just kind of you just it's almost like yeah, you kind of put it to funny. the back of your mind don't you because when somebody will like message me maybe like six months time they're like oh I thought you were from Greece because that's where I first followed you and I'm like oh no <laughs> yeah so no one really knows where I'm from amazing that's so good though mm-hmm. um I mean I learned a lot about you dog lover vegan I didn't know you were vegan didn't you yeah I don't mention it that much because yeah you get a lot of messages when you mention that you're vegan yeah I bet <laughs> um and and maybe explain love working on the floor well I suppose it kind of came from love loving playing with the dog so in lockdown the first time I was at my parents and the dog would always come and sit or come into the room and then I would go and play with her and then I kind of just would play and work and then it just was quite comfortable actually so I also didn't have like a proper desk so um yeah, I kind of just move I, around with my laptop. Yeah, I guess like with the kind of the traveling element, you might not always have like a. <laughs> oh, there's lots setup. of fun little places that you work around. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. So I guess essentially, I asked you to come to the podcast because I bloody love your Instagram. <laughs> you share like an absolute wealth of knowledge. And to me, <laughs> you're just the person in the know when it comes to comes to the gram. Oh, wow. Well. So. In terms of you're branded as the pocket VA, um, mm-hmm. how did that come to be? How did that become a thing? Yes, yeah, so I I didn't start as a fully fledged Instagram person when I started the business. The business started, um, well, when I worked for a smaller company, they asked me to also add in social media marketing as part of my role so I started learning it there um and I really enjoyed it and then I was like oh this could this could possibly work and I want to start a business and I also want to travel so it all kind of came together and I liked the idea of the pocket because I was I always had this thing of like helping you from your pocket so that's where that came from and then I was a VA because I offered more than just social media marketing to start with um but obviously it ends up being that Instagram was just the only thing I really love doing of, of all the tasks of the VA um and then yeah I just focused everything on that and then it's just been yeah Instagram marketing from there but um yeah the pocket VA it's a funny one because I'm like oh is it can you understand that I'm an Instagram person from the pocket VA but I think everybody now knows me I don't feel like it matters too much and there are so many brands that they have a name and it's got nothing related to what they do so I thought I'm like kind of in that area 
Yeah, exactly. Think of like moon pig. You wouldn't yeah. say moon pig sells cards. <laughs> Very you? good point. Yeah. That's so good though. And and what at what point did you kind of I I personally can see the connection between start a business, go traveling and work while traveling, but I don't I yeah. think some people probably would see that's quite a stressful situation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So um, it wasn't until until we were in lockdown last year that I realised, like, holy shit, that was mad. Like, what were you doing? Like, you don't realise, yeah, until you're, like, in a house and you sit down and you realise, like, it was it, it didn't work. But that was partly because my business structure was all over the place. Like, it, it wasn't well planned at all. Um and yeah and I suppose the problem was I started the business and I started traveling pretty close together so there was never kind of time to build the business and then integrate traveling it sort of just happened and it was just like shit and then when I came back so in the last year it's been a huge change in my business because I've been able to like sit and not like spend my time looking at things and just sit down and work on the business but yeah that was very stressful that first year very stressful that's so good. And I think it's quite a realisation because I think a lot of people, there are, I feel like there's almost kind of two teams of people. It's either I'm going to start a business so I can go travelling yeah, or how the hell do people do both? So yeah, actually hearing it from somebody that's done it going, actually, no, actually, I actually got a few things wrong. No, that's quite lot. reassuring. Yeah, it is. And like you see these things like, um, oh, laptop by the beach bollocks yeah like there's no internet like I can't I can't can't actually explain to you that how unrealistic that image is of um yeah I've seen these people online on the beach um but I yeah it and the other big thing is you actually spent so much time working on the business that you didn't end up doing that much traveling that's the main thing it's like you end up still just working and then having the evening where you might spend a couple of like hours walking around so yeah the balance was not good yeah and I think it always makes me laugh when I see like those inspirational like work from the beach because I'm like (laughs) my MacBook like overheats sitting on a desk oh my gosh yeah and also the sun like you can't see the screen like (laughs) unless you put like a massive towel over it yeah you can't see it (laughs) you'll be sat on the beach great but with a towel over your head (laughs) yeah It's just so unrealistic. But anyway. Yeah. Um and I think I I think I was I've been following you for quite some time and I seem to remember you being the woman in the know about Dubsado. Yes. If that's even so, how you say it. Yeah, so that was where so the business yeah, it God, there really has been a big change. So <laughs> it first started with BA stuff and then I very quickly went into pretty much Instagram I didn't really bugger around with the other platforms because I just wasn't as good at them I didn't like them I didn't personally work that well with them and and Dubsado because I thought that was I think it's just a really good system to have in your business um <laughs> but they're so different that was where I struggled with I was like how can I talk about Instagram and then jump on to like CRM and like automation and stuff it was really hard so I never really promoted Dubsado as a service. People just maybe saw it and then asked if I could help them set it up, which was fine. But then ultimately, it was just that big leap of being like, no, I just want to do Instagram. Um, so I did that, yeah, almost a year ago where it's solely been just Instagram work now. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I have been following you for quite some time then. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, 
And in terms of like, so obviously you kind of focusing on Instagram to others, you know, that might be an explanation of that is to niche down per se. Yeah. What kind of, I guess I've kind of got two questions. What yeah. what made you love Instagram so much to just solely pick that? And secondly, yeah. what have been it's kind scary. of the benefits and, and the negatives of doing that? Yeah, so... um why do I love Instagram? Oh, well, um, I just, <laughs> I find it such a creative platform. I think that's just my biggest thing. I just absolutely love what you can do with it. I think all the functions, um, I just love how you can actually present your business online. I find, I find it super user-friendly. Um, yeah. And all of those, uh, and it's I just think it's also a bit growing so much now I don't and I suppose it's because also I didn't really like Facebook myself using it as a business owner um but I loved Instagram and it was for all of those reasons so if I was going to help another business owner it would be with something that I truly think can really help your business so yeah that's that's why I love Instagram I just think it's such a fun fun platform and uh niching yes so good because your message is super clear. So if you're a small business owner, it's so important to have a clear message. And it's a lot harder if you've got a lot like multi, what am I saying? Multi, oh no, multi faceted. Yeah. Yeah. Multi I think that's the right word. <laughs> oh, for me trying to use big words. Um, it's a lot harder to do. So, and that's what happened with Dubzado. And so that's a massive bonus. And it also means that everybody then knows who you are, what you're about, and they come to you for that. And there's no other questions like, oh, could you also do this? Oh, do you also do this? It's like, no, just Instagram. And then the, the negative, it's just like a massive leap, you know, like putting all your eggs in one basket to an extent. Um, and I, because I was getting consistent at the other work, it's like, okay, that's just a massive drop of that work now. And you just have to pick it up. But because of the fact that ultimately people are going to know you for you, and you'll become the, the known person that will outweigh the kind of not keeping on those other things you were doing, even however scary it is. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It can feel really scary to, I think that's the only thing that holds a lot of people back when they hear the word niche, because they're yeah. like, yeah, but I can't, I can't just focus on one thing because what if this and what if that? And you're absolutely right. When you start focusing on one thing, you become known for that thing. And yeah. therefore you're the, just yeah, exactly. the go-to person, aren't you? And my business, just from the whole being stressed, a huge part of it was because I had all these other things I was doing. And, like, trying to get your brain to switch from, like, Dubzado to Instagram to websites or whatever. It's just, just you're not, don't just stick to one thing. And it just, yeah, it makes everything so much easier. Everything comes together. Um, yeah. yeah, I can really, I can really get, like, I truly understand that. I think some people... <laughs> Like until like October, I felt like my brain was like, "What do I, do? I do yeah, this bit? Yeah, do I yeah. go over here? Do I do this bit?" Like, it's just it's just hard, isn't it? Yeah. Um. And in terms of like the clients that you work with, is it is it a case of like your work with? I always try to put people into almost like buckets, if you like. So product based yeah. business, service based business. Is do you focus on one type I, of business or? I don't. It's just Instagram explicitly say no I don't necessarily say oh I, I work service I I would say I have a better understanding of service because I'm a service-based business but equally 
I find it really exciting helping product-based express and show their business online on Instagram because I do think that's actually a bit trickier to do than a service-based business. But maybe it's just trickier because I'm used to it as a service-based business. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, because the common question I get from product businesses is, is um, I know how to promote my products, like I can share my products, but how do I educate my audience? How do I inspire my audience? And they really struggle with that. Whereas for service-based, I think it's just more about communicating your message because you can't show it. So um, yeah. they are, there are two struggles with both. There are two like difficult like things that are hard. But yeah, I personally would say yeah products it is they're the ones who seem to have more of the problems so they come to me but I like working with both it's nice it's nice that's to have really a, like, interesting your product that's so right? interesting yeah, yeah I'm all about the products <laughs> I find it really difficult to um I I understand from you just listening to you just then I understand about like it's, you've just literally just made it so much clearer in my mind about you know for a service-based business it's just about communicating one message yeah whereas for me like, product is like because it's a physical tangible thing it makes in my head it makes so much it, it's so much easier to be able yeah. to say well this is how it's made. these are the ingredients this is the story behind it and that's just where my brain goes but in terms of I think it's almost like that it's that visual element, isn't it, with Instagram especially and service-based because if you've got a message and it's not a tangible thing, you know, for me, I have days where I struggle with the creative side yeah. of it because I'm quite a creative person, but if I'm selling a non-tangible thing that I can hold in my hands, what the hell, what picture do I use to promote yeah. it? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I suppose your brain goes that to products and mine just goes to service. Like I can just think of like fun ways of expressing what you're trying to say and like, think of an angle of putting it and how is, how can you make your audience you know intrigue them with a couple of these words so I think it's yeah there's much more of a word focus in the service space to the kind of visual element of the product so yeah but I, but I get both and it's fun I love working with both I haven't that is where I haven't niched and I know people are like should you should you focus on service and I'm like mm, could but I won't <laughs> yeah, yeah but if you did then you'd kind of you'd lose the variety wouldn't you yeah I can imagine it's quite a lot of fun in the variety of one day it might be service based the next day it might be product it's a bit, yeah, one day a, bit it's a challenge then isn't it the next day it's mindset yeah it's really fun <laughs> yeah that's so good and do you find that like regardless of whether they're service based or product they tend to come to you with kind of the same kinds of challenges or not so much um, yes I mean there are really really there are only about 10 core areas within Instagram you can dive into each of those but overall I would say there are 10 key things you want to know as a business owner when it comes to Instagram so yeah I mean the key ones are engagement content um hashtags uh love a hashtag oh gosh yeah my big ones engagement content growth yeah they're the, they're the very common questions yeah that's so interesting. And have you found, I think it's quite, I'm quite glad that we're having this conversation today. So we're recording this on Thursday, the 11th of Feb. <laughs> and this, like this past few days, like this week, yeah. have been an influx <laughs> of just bullshit on the gram. I'm sorry, but <laughs> like that, 
that graphic that keeps going around of bloody Jeez, like how do you as somebody that is an educator of how to use the platform for business how do you how, how do you help with that how do you communicate against that or how do you battle those things yeah it's, it's a really tricky one and I have a couple of other Instagram educators who I talk to a lot about this sort of stuff and yeah we're discussing if there's anything we can do but um it's an it's a it's so unfortunate because it's it's big accounts as well so there's nothing we can do if there's a big account who have got loads of followers and they're spreading a message that they've heard through somebody who's seen it which they haven't really researched and then all of their followers who are completely and you know if you're a small business owner and you you don't understand Instagram and you've just joined Instagram and you see this big account with loads of followers, of course you're going to think, yes, they know what they're talking about. I'll follow them. And they don't know any difference or that, you know, they're not going to be aware of whether it's right or wrong. And that's the problem. And that's where it's infuriating because it's just a shame for small, for small business owners to be, to be taught the wrong things about Instagram. Um, And there's not like, there's only so much I can do in talking to my audience and just, just you know letting my audience know that okay you might have seen this but that's not what is going on so you know I went onto my stories yesterday I said there is this algorithm chat at the moment but it's not true just focus on actually like just go back to what you really need to focus on as a business owner you don't need to be worrying about the algorithm if you're a business owner unless you're an Instagram person or social media manager or marketer and what should I say? I want stories. And yeah, I sent out an email today because as well as that, it's important to, if you've got an audience, you know, just to let your audiences know wherever they are um, of any kind of things that are being said. But it's just protecting your own community and kind of reinforcing it to anybody um, kind of who might come across your page. But um, yeah, there's not loads that can be done. Fortunately, there are lots of really well-educated Instagram people online who are also sharing the message. So hopefully like that will kind of overcast these other kind of not correct yeah. posts. But um yeah, it's 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 part of the, it's part of how it all works really. It's just so it is so frustrating, isn't it? I think like I messaged you yesterday saying mm-hmm. I saw this post and it was on it's on a platform that educates small businesses about digital marketing. And I'm like, yeah. what like yeah. have you there is there's got to be like a certain level of responsibility where you go I need to do my research before I share this thing. Yeah, I need and to. And so many people Instagram are just not blog. doing it. Yeah, and announcements yeah. and Instagram's guidance and, you know, have they officially made any updates? Have you actually checked the official accounts of Instagram and partners and stuff? The problem is this one in particular, it's just been misinterpreted from a later article online and yeah. a later 100% they are incredibly credible to to follow and what they talk about they're a partner of Instagram they know what they're talking about but what they've said and I can see where somebody has misinterpreted and created this this thing about saves and that's the problem it's it's where you try and ah it's so annoying because it's like yeah be different but then when you be different you try and take an angle on something which which actually is misconstruing it into a totally different message so ah but yeah (laughs) yeah gonna have to go and do some yoga after yeah and in terms of kind of 
you know, the general listener of this is probably a small business owner, either yeah. service-based or product-based. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of mistakes are you seeing on a day-to-day basis of that small businesses are making? Kind of what, what can somebody take away from this episode of, oh, I might be doing that wrong and I should probably stop doing that? <laughs> um, okay, so the first one isn't so much a mistake, but something that you you know want to be doing more as a business owner is just just reminding your audience of what it is you do and how you can help them um because i think people completely forget to do it and they also get worried about repeating themselves um and that's not an issue people doesn't matter people hear it multiple times they consume so much they're not going to remember one thing you said one week ago you need to reinforce it so if you are a small business owner, yeah, share your message, share what you do, how you can help your audience as much as possible. I think that's a big mistake why people maybe don't get as much sales or as many clients is because they're just not telling people what it is that they can help them with. Oh, another big mistake is, yeah, focusing on things that really aren't important. They're just like a little things that, yes, they could help, but just aren't in your control. So, you know, worrying about the algorithm, like, yeah, don't say that the algorithm has affected your post. If you've done that, that's a mistake. Just don't worry about doing that. Don't worry about the algorithm. And also hashtags. Like, hashtags are great. But don't, whatever, that's the one thing that I get a lot of questions about. My hashtags, my hashtags. I'm like, oh, look at your hashtags once everything else is, you know, all your T's and I's are crossed and everywhere else. So your content is really clear. Your message is really clear you're engaging with your audience so do all of that before worrying about whether your hashtags are you know on point because they're not the thing that's going to get you a huge change in your content so I think that's the thing isn't it I think people kind of almost see hashtags especially as this thing that's going to magical thing that always yeah uh, yeah, they always the thing that always comes to the front of my mind when I think of hashtags and when people say to me like I need to work out the right hashtags and I'm like you can't polish a turd like if your content (laughs) is rubbish your hashtags aren't going to save it no no way and it's the same with um the algorithm and your engagement if your content isn't there and it's horrible to say and it, unfortunately it is the truth if your content isn't what your audience wants to see they're not going to engage with it which is why it's not getting high engagement it's not because the algorithm has like chucked it off instagram it's like it's down to you not being 100 percent clear on what you want what your audience wants to see from you and that's the most important thing and also you know connecting with your community and talking to your community interacting with them 100 Mm percent and do you find like I found recently I had a bit of a rant the other day on Instagram (laughs) as I do most days to be fair but um this whole graphic thing that's going around saying that saves are more important and all that kind of stuff all it's done has is it's made other people either repost that graphic yeah like almost kind of looking for sympathy and it's like I sit there and I'm like, your followers don't give a crap no. about the algorithm. Or no. it's made people create content to get saves and therefore yeah. doesn't actually impact their business in any way, shape or form. So everybody looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's, uh, it's a really tricky one. And what I always try and say is a mistake that can... So, okay, two more mistakes. One is you're only creating <laughs> content for... Um, a person at one point in your journey so this is quite complicated 
like, oh God, I've opened a can of worms. Right. So, like, <laughs> so lots of people will create, like, a lot of how-to content, which is fabulous for the awareness and getting people to, like, find you and discover you. But one mistake is you're not creating content that's going to get people to carry on down your journey if they end up becoming a customer or client. You're not creating, you know, the social proof. You're not talking about why you're different, your solution, et cetera, the outcome. That's one mistake. And then the other one, yes, you're not, like, it's, you've got only one type of engagement action. So, for example, you create a lot of content that is comments. But it's important to also have a mix. You are getting content that's going to get shares. and You are doing content that's going to get saved. But not all your content gets saved. I think that's the other thing. It's like absolutely you can do content that that has a focus on getting saved, but don't make that the only action you want your audience to take. You need to have a mix because all of that is is um, is your form of engagement. It's a combination of all of those actions. That is so true. I feel slightly seen in terms of the, <laughs> the how-to content. I feel like I'm going to go hide in a bit of a hole. <laughs> Um... <laughs> no, how to how to is really good, and and you need more of that because it there's more people up there. Um, but but it, in terms of what happens next and getting people to come back and kind of carry on through that, yeah, it's definitely yeah something I'm working on. I feel like I've just had a slap on the wrist. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> no, it 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 should be more of your content, but not all of it. There you go. <sighs> Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> teaching the uh, podcast host that's exciting <laughs> oh god I might edit that bit out no I'm joking, I'm joking. and I guess in terms of do you find that so one thing that I've got on my kind of to-do list to talk about on Instagram is the fact that because I pretty much work with people I don't like to focus too much on social it's noisy it feels a bit kind of bleh sometimes, yeah. especially when we're all going through a friggin' pandemic, everybody's <laughs> online and all that kind of stuff. Um, but obviously I kind of like to focus on the next bit, on the what happens when they get on your website and they buy things and all of that kind of stuff. Do you tend to find that people don't necessarily, how do I word this? <clears throat> don't necessarily measure the success of their content correctly so context some people will say oh this post did really rubbish and I'm like okay why did it do really rubbish and they're like oh because it only got 10 likes it didn't get 100 like whatever yeah, they're kind of get... yeah and I'm like okay but what what was the point of it because if you're trying to sell yeah. something and you sold something then surely the, that post was a success like yeah I mean this is like this is the thing and it's what I try and tell people is not all of your posts are going to be massively engaging because that's not the purpose of it. You know, if you're going to promote, yeah, you're not going to get as many like comments being like, woo, woo, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah I'll buy from you because that's just not going <laughs> to do that. Um, so you just have to be aware if that is going to post, if that's the purpose of the post, then the outcome is to be getting people reaching out to you, not actually the insights of that particular post. So um, yeah, it's just also kind of try not to beat yourself up over posts. And I, like, I think a lot of people massively overthink their content and get really stressed and it doesn't do well. But like seriously, like in the grand scheme of things, it is one single image in the whole of your whole business. It is just one image. So I think, yeah, take anything away from today is just do not overthink Instagram too much. It's fun. It's a great place to market your business, but it's 
really doesn't need to require all of your energy and stress at all. I'm so glad you've just said that. (laughs) I had um, one of my friends, a businessy friend, messaged me the other day and said, Lorna, you're absolutely smashing it on Instagram lately. And I was like, yeah, thanks, great. (laughs) But genuinely, in like the last two or three weeks, I kind of went, I don't, what's the frigging point? Like in the grand scheme of things, and I always go one step further. I don't like, not in the grand scheme of my, in the grand scheme of life, (laughs) life. (laughs) I spend way too much time on Instagram than I should. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to have some fun with it. And all of a sudden I started kind of posting more, quite literally how I'm talking, quite a brutal, tough, lovey kind of fashion. And it's done wonders and I'm actually having fun with it. Yeah, I think that's the thing is the second you sort of um, really just let go of kind of boundaries or stiffness, literally stiffness. Like when I started, I had a totally different, I had an Instagram voice on my stories as everybody does. Mm. And as soon as that goes and you get comfortable and you just kind of go with it and it and it just becomes part of your business, just, you know, your Instagram marketing yeah, it makes a huge difference to having fun and also your audience, like how yeah. they re- re- relate to you. Um, yeah, it's, it's completely different. So, yeah, I mean, just trying to be you in the sense of, you know, kind of I, my big thing is if somebody was to see you on the streets and they'd seen you on Instagram would they really re- know you would they be like oh yeah yeah she's exactly the same or yeah she's very similar I appreciate you're not completely yourself online I understand you're not like 100% but you're not a totally different person I think that's the kind of that's the authenticity element of showing up on Instagram and I love that you said that as well because I think like there was one time I don't think you know how you just remember certain moments yeah I went to a networking event and this woman said to me she was like I watched your Instagram story she was like I don't how do you do it how do you do it so confidently (laughs) and I was like I don't know where it came from but there was one seminar or something that I listened to or I watched and they said like about being professional when you do videos and stuff and I was like if I was was stood in front of a room full of people and spoke I can't edit that so why am I trying to do it online yeah no that's such a good point and I think yeah I I'm very not professional in public either like in person (laughs) either so it's quite I am very similar but um Oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so Instagram is sort of like an online party or like an online networking event. And you kind of just have to think, what would I be like in, in, in real life right now? You know, would I be double tapping someone on the shoulder and like walking away? No, I wouldn't. Would I just say like, lovely or that's nice? I mean, no, I wouldn't. So it, you just have to think of Instagram as, yeah, your own little personal online networking party. And then just kind of think about how you would connect to people in real life but on Instagram and yeah yeah that's also another I love those little references as well actually would I double tap someone on the shoulder shoulder. and walk away oh that's a good Instagram quote don't steal it (laughs) totally stolen (laughs) (laughs) credit to uh Laura (laughs) don't forget to credit people people (laughs) yeah that's also very important that's (laughs) And kind of what would be your opinion? I think I've had a couple of people that we've kind of broadly talked about Instagram, but obviously you being the Instagram queen. Mm-hmm. Um, when I turn to work with product-based businesses, they one of the common questions I get is very much around 
in fact it's kind of two-sided it's very much when people say give value what does value mean and secondly is around kind of the there's almost like this barrier between showing your face and like showing if they kind of how do I word this if they are a brand that has a brand name so they operate as yeah the purple pig yeah how how does that how do they make that more personable so if they had like 30 employees yeah because you know I go on Instagram and it's me I'm acting as me you're acting as you it's not so big company so it's a hard it's difficult because some product base do like to show themselves so you have people like Eleanor Boma for example who yeah it's completely product based but she does show up as well and she does sort of I'd say she shows up a bit less now as she's got bigger, but you still see a big story of the brand on her stories. So um, for me, as a product based, it's it's letting people see the behind the scenes maybe more as an overall brand as as opposed to like the one individual behind it. Um, I think behind the scenes are just the absolute gold for for product-based businesses for showing for showing on your business I don't think there's anything you can do that's better um because and, we're just all yeah. as humans we're just nosy aren't we we yeah. just want to we just want to know yeah exactly and there's always fun little things going on behind the scenes and I think as a brand where you've got more employees you can actually have a lot more fun with it when it's just me on my own I'm like oh, brilliant they get to see me again today Whereas there's always fun little quirks going on with bigger business and like with more people. And I think, yeah, you can, people can definitely play around a lot more with that. And even if it's just two people, there's still a lot more you can do. There's um, all the, the wedding proposal podcast, that the two of them, or there's, they're, they're fab. They're They're not even, yeah, well, they're not with each other now, but they're just two of them. And they, they are, they've created this whole kind of, amazing sort of um community and it's just two of them so you really yeah you really don't have to show your face if you don't want to it may it helps it does help like I I mean I can't sit here and say you don't need to ever because it it does um but behind the scenes is my biggest suggestion for showing up as a product-based business definitely love that was there something else you asked? Was there a question um, before in terms that one? Of, oh, value. What does value, value. mean? Value that. is yeah. just, yeah, it's just, it's helping your audience or entertaining your audience. It's something that your audience wants to see is providing value. Value doesn't have to be educational. It doesn't have to be um, tips. It can be entertaining. Like, that's valuable for somebody. It could be inspiring. That's a form of value. Um, it's just bringing something to your audience that they will benefit from. That's ultimately what it is. Will they benefit from a laugh today? Fabulous. Do a meme. Will they benefit from a motivational post this morning? Great. Do a motivational post. That's what, in my opinion, that's what value is. It's adding something to somebody's life in whatever way you want to do that through content. That's such a great way to phrase it, actually. Yeah, what? what's going I'm on probably... today? <laughs> that's amazing. Loved it. <laughs> And probably a great place to round up. Yes, so hey. thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to the Queen of Instagram. You're very welcome. For anybody, Thanks for my rambling. 
<laughs> you didn't rumble at all, actually. No. I think you did really well. <laughs> For anybody that's listening to the to this, that heaven forbid does not follow you or hasn't worked <laughs> with you, have never heard of you. Where can people find you? How can they work with you? All of that shebang. So um, on Instagram, I am the Pocket VA, um, and that's probably the best place to find me. And in terms of working with me, I have like one-to-one packages, but I've recently bought out um, an online training library, um, which I'm very excited about. It's called the Pocket Shop, obviously, the Pocket. Um, And it's basically just got lots of short, bite-sized trainings for marketing your business on Instagram. So, um, yeah, that's a great place to go if you're kind of a small business. And you don't have a lot of money. And the reason I've created it is because there are a lot of small businesses who just can't afford to pay these massive bucks for Instagram. So, um, yeah, there's lots of little mini trainings to help you kind of, yeah, help with your business. I saw that and I saw all of your emails. If you do nothing else, go and sign up to Laura's emails. They're actually amazing. <laughs> um, and I saw your launch of the shot. How did that go? Yeah, it was really good. And I, the thing with it is um, I'm rubbish with like what these like one time massive launches. It just doesn't suit me or my style at all. So this is fab because it's just con- continuous. And so I can just slip it in whenever I'm chatting about things. It's so much easier to talk about and sell than kind of like putting all this energy into this 10-day massive launch thing. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. It went well, and it's continuing to do well. So, fab. Yay! Yay. <laughs> it looks so good. Make sure you go and check that out. And as always, the link will be in the show notes so that you can wow. find it quicker. Yay! Well, Laura, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Cool. I will chat to you really soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Cheers. Bye.